I'm instituting a game. It's called the Yes Brand Challenge. Okay. In 30 seconds, you name as many brands as you can. And at the mm. at the end of the season, the, the guest that has named the most brands in 30 seconds wins a limited edition shirt. It's an Own Your Happy shirt. There's two artists, Corey Maddie and Jeremy Novi. The kosher brand is, is sponsoring this. All right. Go. Dell, Target, Walmart, McDonald's, Burger King, Ford, Tahoe, Kia, Microsoft, Apple, Android, Google, oh gosh, Starbucks. Who else? Who else? Time. Marshalls. Damn. That's time. We can't accept Marshalls, I'm afraid. <sighs> we don't accept oh. returns on Marshalls. Martians landed, yes. wearing Prada suits, yes. drinking Henry's seltzer, yes. chewing juicy fruit. Yes, and your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes, and a verse about. Yes, your product here. Yes, I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and I'm a message therapist. Yes, and I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right. That's it. Yes, we'll help you fix the world. Yes, or your bottom line. All right. Today is Tori Barker. Tori is the owner, founder of Creative Marketing, and she will explain what elements of creative marketing she does. But creativity runs through everything that she does. She's the host of a podcast called Creative Visionaries, and she is, in my opinion, a creative visionary. And you may have already seen Tori's work on the image that we use for the show to promote Yes Brand with Hirsch Repoon. It's an honor to have you have you on the show today, Tori. Welcome. Hirsch, thank you so much for having me and thank you for the intro. I love to call myself a creative visionary and you are true and right in saying that creative runs a theme throughout my business. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, well, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, but I, but I wanted to, I wanted to interrupt you to give you the opportunity to give your one floor elevator pitch of what, sure. of what creative marketing does. Yeah. So creative marketing is a digital marketing company. We specialize in digital marketing, brand strategy, consulting, and we are mastermind builders. I also am the host of the creative visionaries podcast where I talk to entrepreneurs and business leaders and we share success stories. And we just have fun learning from each other and helping each other succeed and grow. Mastermind Builders pops out at me because we I've been hearing so much about masterminds. I've been participated in some. People who are listening to the show probably have some sense of what it is. But what since you're since mastermind building is something that you're particularly engaged in, maybe elaborate on that a little bit. I run a mastermind for podcast hosts who are also business owners. And the goal is to bring together some dynamic minds who are looking to grow and escalate their podcast to make an impact and, you know, expand their voice. Voice is a huge, is a huge thing. I think that we all have, uh, we all have a voice. We all have something to say. We all, we all want us to stand out. I think where you and I are also similar is that we recognize the need to stand out and get attention and yeah. it can't be faked. You can't fake yeah. your, your vision, right? You can't pretend to be visionary. You have to, you have to have the idea first. How did you get into 
this industry as a whole, not podcasting, but the, the, the marketing industry? Well, so uh, as many things happen, I kind of fell into this seat, <laughs> you know, yeah. out of college, uh, looking for a career. And I had studied communications and art history in college, and I was a collegiate athlete. So leadership was a, a big thread in my life. But I reached out to a friend of mine who was working at a commercial real estate company, and she was a marketing person. I'm like, well, what do you do with marketing? Well, how, how does this work? And so I really jumped in and started learning about marketing and graphic design. And that took me through my career, obviously, through various companies and industries, but learning digital marketing and graphic design, social media, online advertising, websites, content creation, just the whole slew of it. And I just loved every aspect of it because as time went on, strategies changed, marketing changed, you know, with what we had to utilize for the best advertising or the best marketing, you know, to reach our customers. And so it was always changing. And I always loved the learning aspect of it. And I love to be creative and innovative and kind of keep up with the pace and help people with, you know, what their needs were to get the end result. So that's kind of how I got into marketing and just kind of evolved over time and just love, love, love the industry and have, you know, a true passion for helping others and using my creativity to do that. It's very admirable to to dive into all of that stuff. And yet at the same time, I don't know that it would work with without it, like without your understanding of the kind of A to Z components of this yeah. stuff. And like to your point, how they all change. I don't I think it would be really difficult. I, I as someone whose emphasis is on creative and strategy as a consultant, I'm I'm on my own and the real essence of what I'm giving them is, is the, the, the idea to the writing and right up screeching up to the door of execution. And yeah. then I have to help them assemble a team quite often that mm -hmm. will execute. And so your ability, you know, SEO, for example, SEO is woven into the, the material that I write, but Absolutely. that's not, I'm not, doing the SEO for them, you know? Yeah. You, you create the message so, and the, and, and the story, and then you need to weave that into the implementation part, which is where that comes to life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, and if you don't do that, if it, it you know, it's like, there's no point in creating a beautiful painting that no one sees or a, you know, a beautiful campaign that isn't, that isn't, realized or if it is realized it doesn't get to the to the audience right how do you how do you what's your approach to bought media versus earned media so like organic versus paid yeah yeah well yeah. i think that you have to have a combination of both right because not everything is going to be paid or not everyone is going to have the budget to spend on the huge media buys that that you you can i mean that are out there there's so much of it out there so you need to have the the content that is there right your website that's going to be your basis right it's kind of like your digital brochure but like we said if you build it they're not necessarily going to come <laughs> so you have <laughs> right. to get them there you have to you put the the breadcrumbs out and lead them to you know landing pages or or media that you're putting together the story the blog post whatever it might be so you know doing the organic content 
it builds your rapport, it builds your brand presence. And then the advertising or the paid side of it is just going to super, you know, escalate the appearance and the volume of people that see it. So I think you need to have a mix of both and, you know, brand awareness depends on what your, your end goal is, right? Do you have a campaign or a product that you're trying to specifically launch? Then you have ad campaigns that are specific to that, or are you just trying to build your brand awareness? Are you a new company? You're trying to learn, you know, have people learn about you and know, like, and trust you. Then you have a different campaign that you would put together for that. What, what is a realistic way of approaching the chain of events that should happen from the point of they have a, a product, they probably even have the business operating on some level, but they want to break through to another level. Well, I think, you know, first you have to build the brand, right? So if you're meeting a cold audience, they don't know you. So you have to kind of warm them up to who you are, what you sell, what you're all about. So there's some sort of brand that you have to build into your advertising campaign. And then the other side of it is really knowing who your audience is and what's their like dreams, drains and doubts, right? You need to have those key points that when you, when they read a message that's in your ad or your whatever copy that you're, you're putting out there, that it speaks to them and it pulls them in and it's like, yes, that's what I need. Or that's what my problem is and you know how to solve it or that's the product I need and, and I'm going to buy it because you have it. So it really comes down to the strategy, building the brand, knowing who your audience is and then executing. You know, once you have those in place, everything just falls into place as, as it goes along because you've done the, the beginning work that's going to result in the sell or the lead or, you know, the conversation to get you to where you need to be. What's it like out there right now? <laughs> it's a dog eat dog world. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are some people that have project specific needs, but ultimately I like the long-term, you know, kind of retention or ongoing relationship because for one that builds the relationship and the connection and you with a client, you just, build that connection and, and you're stronger as you work together over time, you start to learn each other's businesses more and it helps to build that brand and the marketing that you're doing because you have that time that you've spent with them. So my preference is the ongoing. So it's not just a, a turn and burn kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I find that, that first of all needs change and the best laid plans, you know, as they say. So it's, it's, if you're working with a client over a period of time, you can change your strategies and you can, you yeah. can pivot. You can, something comes up, a new opportunity comes up, something happens in the world. You can, you can evolve with it. Yeah. Well, and, the thing about marketing too, is that it's mm -hmm. not, you're not going to have a quick ROI because you have to take time to nurture and you have to, to do the beta testing, right? There's certain times where you put an ad out, you know, for two weeks or a month, you're not necessarily going to convert. It's going to take you at least three, six, nine months before you start to get the momentum going because you have to kind of be nimble in the marketing that you're doing so that you, you know, respond to the audience that is receiving the, the advertising or the marketing or the messaging so that you're making sure that you're tweaking and adjusting to get the message in front of the right people, which is why you do the, the, yeah. the beginning work. I think the roadmap to, you know, what, what we envision for them is 
is super important. There's a discovery process where you kind of get to know them, what their needs are, what their pain points are, what they're going through. But then there's, you know, I, because on Yes, on Yes Brand, the podcast, most, most of my guests, I have a mix for this first season of experts, colleagues, because I didn't want my perspective to be the only one that the audience hears. And then, and then brand owners and CEOs and, and people who are, who own their business. And with those people, even with some of the others, I have fun and I create some concepts and there are some campaigns that can come out of it. But it's really, nothing would happen if it just ended at the, at the show and they didn't take that and do something with it or take that and then they get another idea. And so I think of it as like the kickstart of the process, the thought process of creating. It's that thing that, you know, you initial concept that leads to, you know, one podcast can lead to, gosh, 10, 20, 30 pieces of content if you make it, you know, depending on the length of it and, and the quality of the message that you guys put together. And same thing is true with a marketing campaign. You know, if you start with with building a story and you can piecemeal that story out and you can put, you know, it into an email campaign, you can put it into a social media campaign, website copy, landing pages. There's just so much you can do once you have that message and that written content and the story that tells, you know, either your product story, your business story, your personal brand story, that's just exponential, the the marketing that you can build around it. And then it evolves over time, right? So you, this one piggybacks off of that one and so on and so on. Okay, the various tangents of a brand's image and story, in my view, have to be integrated. They have to be synthesized so that their employees are getting the same message that their customers are getting, that they're getting treated the same way. You know, the ethos translates across all these different. That's another argument for that long term, you know, uh, association. But the message to the business owners listening would be. Don't just think of your consumer True. as the end user. Think of your team, your staff, your your employees. If you're a a small business or or a mid range business, you have a fair number of of employees, and those people. I read uh, I read Phil Knight's autobiography, Shoe Dog. You know the founder of co founder of Nike. So yeah. in in that he chronicles. His experience is setting up that that brand, that company, with yeah. just a few people. And even the first two or three people, however critical they are, you look at now, you know, tens of thousands of employees, and they want ideally they will feel about that brand the way the consumer feels, at least, right? Mm-hmm. So if, not if more. you were if you were to have a comp yeah, or more. And if yeah. you were to have a company where the, the message to the consumer is we love you and here's we're supporting you. And then they tell the employee, no, you can't have the, you know, Christmas off or whatever. <laughs> you know, they give all this stuff to the, you know, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be congruous. It wouldn't. And so what I've what I've seen having done a lot of marketing in the footwear business, the employees become the evangelists for the brand because they're so connected to the culture that the brand has been formed around that they they live it yeah and that's and that's where we can be helpful is saying okay how do you communicate that how do you let your employees know that that 
that this is the same. It's the same inside as outside. You yeah, know, how do you how do you speak to them? Yeah, you're totally right. It's it's not only building the brand for the consumer, but the company culture too, because like you said, the employees become your best evangelists or your advocates for the business and they bring in clients. And when they're talking to the clients, they understand because they have that same feeling that you've, you know, conveyed through the brand and the messaging that you've put together for your consumers. So it's almost like if you think about it, you know, maybe you should start internally instead of starting externally with your consumers, because if you don't have the company culture and you don't have, everybody on the same page, then when they're speaking to the consumer, the message is going to be skewed and not consistent. Well, now I have a graph. It's in my, it's in my new promotional video, in my new introductory video, where you can meet Hirsch Repun, creator of the <laughs> Yes Brand Method, the mind, the so-called thought leader, so Hirsch Repun, so-called thought leader. Self-proclaimed. Um, no. Self <laughs> well, I'm not self-proclaimed. I never said that I was a thought leader. I have heard amongst colleagues and people who know what they're talking about that I am in certain circles considered a thought leader, but I'm not sure for what. I don't know what <laughs> thought. I don't know. At my age, I'm not sure that I can carry a thought forward. <laughs> More than about 30 seconds. So I don't know, you know, I don't know the thought leader. I may have missed the window. But if they if they so bestow that 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 title on me, you know, I'll I'm not going to turn it down. I'll yeah. take it. So so I may be a so-called thought leader, but I do have in that video a a graph or whatever, a, a, an image. They call it yeah. an image. Like I said, I'm not an art director, so I don't. But. <laughs> But I think you people call it an image and it builds itself out from the core ethos of the of the company mm -hmm. out to where they're finally doing advertising and PR. Yeah. But I think what we have to do is we we have I help them build that core out. And at every stage, I say, OK, well, now we bring Tori in and Tori will look at the both the media aspect the 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 media buys the placement and positioning yep. at that level and then how do we slowly build to the external campaign and then what is the difference between the internal communications and the external communications and i guarantee that you know no no offense to my friends at big agencies but they probably pay big ad agencies quite a bit of of money to sometimes do that stuff or they end up splitting it off into different agencies mm -hmm. but my clientele really isn't isn't those gigantic right you know multi global companies yeah once they find out that i'm a so-called thought leader they may come a knock in <laughs> and i'm i wouldn't be surprised and i'm a visionary so i mean right and you are a visionary well, you're what I would consider to be a known visionary. <laughs> I'm a so-called thought leader, but, but it's okay. I mean, you know, that's, I, I you know, I, I think third party validation is, is a big thing, no yeah. matter what it, we kid about it. But the fact is that this is what we do for people too. We're, we're creating the image that they want to present, but someone has to adopt it. And the only people who are going to adopt it are people who believe it. And right. so if you, if you sell the truth, like I say, if you're putting out there what is real and you're doing it in a way that is palatable and digestible and acceptable and feels good for the, for the audience, 
then they adopt it. And now they are giving you the validation. You know, they're giving you that they're giving the brand that third party validation. Yeah. And that's so important. Absolutely. That's so important. Have you so, read the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek? Oh, I've heard. I've, I haven't that read that book. That is a really good book. Yeah. Yeah. Because he talks about it's a diagram, kind of like the graph, that fancy graph used in your video. Right. Yes. Fancy. Oh, did he copy my? I think he did. I think My that's so-called he... <laughs> original diagram? Okay. But he, it's like a circle, yeah. right? So and there's three circles and Y is in the middle. And basically you work your, your way from the, the middle out, which is the same concept mm -hmm. of, you know, you know, starting with the, the company culture and building your way it's out. It's not quite the same. It's not well, quite yeah, the same. It's a similar, it's, it's a similar, it's similar. Yeah, but I should I should check out I should check out Simon Sinek's uh, book because you know while while I'm sure that he had his own ideas, there may be some copyright some copyright issues True. if he used did he what color is his what color is the graph did they oh did they it's use black and white blues and oh okay well yeah so maybe he's right, okay. I didn't steal my branding colors that's <laughs> mine is I used blue and white and then I I think I put I think there was orange in there somewhere mm, okay well but it could be. Some residual there for you. I don't know. Yeah. Are you hearing that? that is there a ding coming through the computer? No. Or you're not hearing that? Uh-uh. You're not hearing it? Okay. It's my, son on, it's my son on WhatsApp. I didn't. I had it hooked up to my desktop, and now my phone's <laughs> silenced, but the desktop isn't. So he's, so he's WhatsApping me, but it's fine. Um, so now I have to delete our, ta our conversation about it, not his beeping. So yes. it's really no the deletion is now end. on me. Okay. Well, that's good. Is Simon <laughs> beeping? Simon, are you beeping? Simon. I, I, see. Maybe yeah. we can get him on as a guest. I but we co-host. We I I do want to get him on. I do I do want to get Well, you're kind of a co-host today, I think. You're my yeah. like my fir first co-host because we have we're we're both kind of talking to the to the prospective brand, you know, yeah. the the company out there. That's trying to get to an, another level. They're worried about, you know, social media. What is it? What like is social media valuable? Is it valuable to to grow an account on Instagram? I mean, what what have you what have you learned or gleaned in that in that area? Well, I think it's it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. Right? You have to be present on social media, whether you like it or not, because people are going there and they're going to see whether you have an account content that's been posted regularly or whether it was 2019. So you have to have some livelihood on your accounts on social media. So it is necessary. I don't necessarily think that it is a selling platform or a conversion platform. It's a brand building platform because a lot of times that's where you start the no like and trust factor and then you build the conversation offline, right? So I love to always say, take the online offline because that's where you're going to really build that relationship and take it to the next level. And, you know, social media gives you the outlet to promote your content, get them aware, and then you can build the relationship in the network from there. It's going to definitely take more than a single platform or a single that I have learned that it's, it's an interplay among platforms. This leads us to a little game that we're going to play. I'm, okay. I'm instituting a game. It's called the Yes Brand Challenge. Okay. I actually do 
think that I'm going to promote this out there to other shows to, to do the Yes Brand Challenge because I, I think that it could work on any show, any show about business, certainly, or parenting or any of this stuff. But the idea is very simple. In 30 seconds, you name as many brands as you can. And at the mm. at the end of the season, the, the guest that has named the most brands in 30 seconds wins a shirt. This shirt is a is created. It's a limited edition shirt. It's an own your happy shirt. There's two artists, Corey Maddie and Jeremy Novi, and these are their signature kind of images that they're they're well known street artists in in Los Angeles. And the winner will get a signed shirt, and a donation is made to the Keep It Kosher Project, which is a the kosher brand is is sponsoring this. The kosher brand is a streetwear brand dedicated to equity kindness and inclusiveness and they also support emerging young street artists and so they they have a fund for supplies for opportunities for young artists and stuff like that so so that's a a chance to have the kosher brand involved and also to test the ability of my guests now i'm going to get our our timer up all right okay so now when i say go you're gonna you're gonna name as many and it's it's deceptively hard because oh, it, you'd think that. it would be easy, but just don't get caught up and don't and don't and don't start beating yourself up if you get lost. Just th- try to throw out any brand, okay? okay? All right, go. Dell, Target, Walmart, McDonald's, Burger King, Ford, Tahoe, Kia, Microsoft, Apple, Android, Google. Starbucks. Who else? Who else? Time. Marshalls. Damn. That's time. We can't accept Marshalls, I'm afraid. Ugh. We don't accept Ugh. returns on Marshalls. Actually, I I kind of clocked it in in my head, and I think you got about 17, which is the hot, which would be the high score so far. Nice. So don't get your hopes up. I was trying up, to think still... theme wise, you know, like yeah. If you think cars and restaurants and like, I was trying to think theme, but then I got got scrambled. Oh, yeah. Pressure. No, no, no. You did. You did great, Tori. I was actually pretty impressed right up front there because at 15 seconds you had done about 10 and that was already like the high <laughs> score was about 10. And so, Whew. you know, I used to have a game. It was called the logo game. And I yeah. love that game. It was like a board game. And so maybe that, you know, I need to go play that again and then we'll do this again. What is the logo game like? Well, it was it's cards and it has logos and you have to name what the brand is. And so it's different oh, logos okay. that you you see. So you see the visual. Oh, uh, you logo, identify them, but yes, yes. And then you have oh, to. Oh, I would be them. good at that. I, yeah. I might be good at that. I'm not sure. <clears throat> but your your acumen with uh, with brands definitely kind of helped out in this case. <laughs> but but I did. I also thought, oh, I'll go like you know like cars. But then you get stuck, and now yeah. you're only thinking of cars now. You're not going to go from like, you know, Acura to Jiffy now because you <laughs> you can't now you can't shift, you know, but Jiffy that's Lube, Jiff, like Jiff Peanut Butter, Jiff. Yeah. Jiff. Something that starts with Jolly Rancher. Now I'm now I'm on J's. Now I'm on J's. But I think yeah. it's a fun it's a fun thing. I'm going to see if I can get some some enthusiasm for this game that goes beyond yeah. just the S brand show, because then, of course, I'm I'm proliferating my brand. Yes. On other on other podcasts, and that's genius. that's what it's that's what it's all about. So called genius. You thought leader. Oh. You thoughtless. Oh, you, are you calling me a thought leader? 
Yes. Are you saying I'm a thought leader? I, wow. I am saying that. I don't know if I I'd say that. forward thinker because, you know, mm. age is a factor when you have to think. Right. Oh, yeah. But right. thought leader, I would give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you can lead and really not be going anywhere. So you can... <laughs> You blind say, leading the blind. You never follow know. Follow me. Follow me. <laughs> and then just stand there. Are we going? Are what? we going? What? Well, you said depends follow on who me. you're leading. All right, is it a 50, 55 plus or, you know, yeah. they'll just jump into any line. They'll go, they'll go anywhere. There's an old joke. There was an old joke that, 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 uh, somebody, somebody goes to heaven and they see two lines. The guy goes to heaven. He sees two lines. And one says, men who, who do everything their wives tell them. And the other line is, men who stand up for themselves. And the, and the men who do everything their wives tell them is the longest line that the, the guy's ever seen. And yeah. he, he sees one guy, one little guy on the other line, men who stand up for themselves. It's not even a big guy. It's a little <laughs> old man. And he walks over to the guy and he says, so what, what are you doing on this line? And he says, my wife told me to stand here. So there you go. Okay, so so we're we're coming we're coming to kind of the 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 conclusion of our of our interview. We don't have to we don't we could go on for hours and hours, but but also I like the audience to be a little hungry when we leave. Yes, like now yes. now now they'll be like, oh, I can't believe they left, and you know that's going to be pretty pretty exciting torturing them that way. But <laughs> but I do like to give you the last word. I want you to be able to. Imagine the, the, the sea of, of business owners, professionals, branding enthusiasts, colleagues of ours, and everybody trying to make their, make their stand in the world and in this crazy world stand out. So yes. maybe give them, a little, give them a little nugget to, to take home with them. Well, I think you know, when it comes to business, you need to lead with authenticity and stand out right? Make, make sure that you're innovative in the marketing that you're doing, the brand that you build, and make sure that you're not following the crowd because being authentic and being innovative is going to take you so much further than anything else in the world. If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you, yes, subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review. Yes, Tell all your friends, yes, get your branding here. Yes, get your branding here. Did I make it clear? Yes. Get your branding on. Yes. Before they're gone. Yes.